0: This is the Santa. Eric
1: Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez-Carrillo. Hi,
0: this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
2: is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's.
3: This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva.
2: This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out. Of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f***? So funny about me. Tell me, Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Sportos, Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, wastoids, they all adore it. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I
1: am 35 years old and
2: I live
3: in a van down by the river.
2: It's time to light him up. (laughs) It's time for the Cigar Authority.
1: November 21, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. And this week it's Victor Vitale in the Freemasons. No, this is not a 60s rock band, but a brand owner of Tortuga. That's Victor Vitali. And our studio audience here with us today, a group called the Freemasons. You hear them. The Freemasons are looking for deep intellectual symbolism and knowledge. So they came here to the Cigar Authority. What, what are you thinking? What well, they thinking? Welcome, everybody.
4: They the, must
5: have fallen in. Welcome to head. Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, or iTunes where you can set it and forget it on all three. Welcome back, Victor Vitali.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm here. Okay. So the, uh, the Masons are about symbolism. What are you about? Symbolism. Are you? Yeah. Okay.
3: Same all about thing. symbolism. I thought you were all
6: about the cannoli. And the cannoli. Yes. Can't, you can't forget about the cannoli. Well, not a cannoli.
1: More than one. Always. Can't just have one. All right. So we're going to talk about some secrets of the industry, right. things right. that are going on today. Uh, and... Um, Get some information of your brands and your former brands and what ended up happening to them. So the first cigar we're going to light up today is ortsack. This is the Toro Grande. And uh, this is a cigar you came up with many years ago, Victor. How many years ago? 2007. 2007, which falls into the uh, 2007 magic of the SEA. Yes. Yes, this,
6: this is one of the safe ones. There we go. Nice. So this
1: one will, will survive. It will. So we're going to give it a cut and light, and we're going to begin this thing. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And this is uh, the Toro Grande. This is a what, a 6x52, 54? 54. Yeah,
5: it looks like a 54 to me.
1: 6x54. So what's the idea with the cigar? The box looks different. The band looks different. It doesn't even have a name on it. It has a symbol in the front of it. Talk about symbolism. The box is not made of wood. It's got a zipper on it. You never see that. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like Kevlar.
6: It's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah. It's bulletproof. That's the name of the cigar, bulletproof. There we go. There's a Habano version, a San Andres version, and bulletproof. Go. And that's the bulletproof. 1962.
1: So Nine. these cigars are old. Symbolism. 1962. Symbolism. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> they follow the conspiracy. All right. So there's a whole Ooh. thing going on here. There, e- e- even there's no sticker on the box, but it's a, a raised. Embossed. What is that? What is that?
6: Those who know. That's the coat of arms. That's the shield. Ah. So those right. who know, know. Those who
1: know, know this. And
5: those who don't.
1: Now you they know. Don't. Now you know. We're going to find out today. We're going to find out a lot about it. So, okay, let's give it a little uh, pre-taste draw that's tasting the cigar without lighting the cigar. Cognac and raisins. Sourdough. I got raisins. I got raisins. Sweet, sweet. Well,
5: interesting that you're saying sourdough because sourdough with the whole yeast thing going Mm -hmm. on, that could go one way with dough or it could go the other way with alcohol, but I'm getting cognac-y raisins. Now, all he can think about is friggin' sourdough. Really? <laughs> so he got it. Changing my answer, now I'm getting sourdough.
6: Clean, very clean. Yeah. This is a Nicaraguan? This is a Nicaraguan. All Nicaraguan. It is, but it's made in the Dominican Republic. Ah, so this is
1: ni- 2007, huh? 2007.
6: That's when this brand was born.
1: And an all-Nicaraguan made in the Dominican Republic, made in in two, Dominican Republic in 2007, way ahead of its time.
6: Yes. Way ahead of its Imagine time. Imagine that. Imagine that they actually put tobacco on a boat and yes. got it to the island. Yeah. Some people can't even, they're like, Nicaraguan from Dominican? Now, How did that hang happen? hang on a second.
5: Hang on a second. Oh, was
6: that you that said that?
5: Did this cigar get made by a very large Cigar manufacturer no, in the Dominican well, Republic? No,
6: well, I guess you could say that. Or you could say a very small premium cigar factory that's in a white building.
5: White building. In a white building.
1: High end. I would say they're large. Though.
5: They're large, yeah. They're yeah. large,
1: yeah.
5: I was being modest. Yeah. <laughs> made by Davidoff.
1: Yeah, it was.
6: It yeah. still is made at the so Davidoff factory. So this Factor. is
5: the first Nicaraguan cigar made and fermented by the folks at Davidoff. The
6: very first. Wow.
5: I'm going to have to smoke this side-by-side side with the Davidoff Nicaraguan and see what's going on
1: there. This was way ahead of its time, yep. way ahead of its time.
5: That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. And that's interesting too. <laughs> yep, H- this how is, long uh, was the project? How the, long did you work on the project? The project was worked on for about two years. Wow. Which would put us, because they said that they've been working on Davidoff Nicaraguan for about ten years. Was playing this with is this. the two-year anniversary. Well, it just it, all the things do kind of map. line up. The conspiracy. All yeah. the things line up.
6: Something's going on there. You know, this was really tough to talk about, even as an idea back then, because Davidoff, being the size of the company that they are, and being so very good at what they do, they were sitting on millions and millions and millions of pounds of wonderful Dominican tobacco. So. You know, this gringo walks in and says, hey, I don't want any of that. I want you to buy something from Nicaragua. And boy, was I the biggest butthole in the room. Yeah, because they're proud of the the Dominican
1: stuff. Yeah. Every
5: person. Oh, I want you to bring tobacco from somewhere else. You know what I'm proud of? Proud of the commercial I'm about to do. We're going to light our cigar today with the Quad Jet Champ Lighter. This is no tweener. We we sometimes have tweener lighters. This Vertigo lighter, Vertigo is Champ. The Vertigo Champ. The key is, is
1: you got to name the sponsor. I thought I did. You never do. You go into the I size did. of it. The key is the sponsor wants to hear their name. Vertigo it, Champ. There we go.
5: Quad Jet. You want to talk about a big ass tank on this chuck? Yes, sir. This is the double wide right here. It's double big.
1: 29.99. Come this on. Is for nice the Vertigo Champ. Look big, big, giant table at twenty nine dollars. Victor, is that crazy? This is great. This is what you want when you do cigar tasting events and stuff. This is because a really, really nice, nice lighter. Twenty nine bucks.
6: They're you, very good at what they do. Obviously, you think
1: you think hundred easy.
7: Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not cheap. Cheap quality we're talking about here. I mean these things are oh no, it's solid. Dirt, it's like weight. You know, yeah, it's twenty
6: nine ninety five. Sturdy
7: construction. Wow. What was it again? The
1: Vertigo. The Vertigo champ. Because it is the <coughs> champion. Yeah. You thought we are the champions, but it is the Vertigo that's the champions. It's not we. It's them. It's the Vertigo. How can you beat them? You can't. They're the champs. You think it was the Patriots, but it's the Vertigo. It's the Vertigo. <laughs> it's the champ.
4: Mm.
7: It's what the champs go to.
1: So it's very interesting uh, that before there was any tobacco or anything at Davidoff playing around with Nicaraguan tobacco at all, comes the Orzac. Yeah. An all-Nicaraguan cigar. Yep. Then they later came out with Davidoff-Nicaraguan using Nicaraguan tobacco, but not 100%. Yep. So this may be the only all-Nicaraguan Puro, because even the Avo now synchro Nicaraguan. Has some Nicaraguan tobacco.
5: And some. It's not a Puro. Yes. yes. Interesting. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well,
6: from what we know that comes out of that factory currently, right? Mm. Had you blended cigars prior to this? Um, not 100%. You know, blending is, is an art form that takes many years of expertise and trial and error. So, you know, I relied on the, the folks at the factory there, which was a hanky and, and, and senior, to uh, and a ladio, to uh, help me with this. You know, and it was kind of like respectful for what they have I was very respectful for what they had for tobacco but i really wanted something different but i wanted to use that quality craftsmanship that they had there right? yeah. so trying to really get like you know two wins under one roof how hard was it to convince them to work with nicaraguan tobacco very extremely difficult i mm. mean
0: they had to be dead set against it
5: yeah talk about a shot in the dark too how many bales of tobacco do you have to buy before you know you have the winning blend
1: so is there extra
5: tobacco left over?
1: What happens there? Maybe, well, maybe you know. they make something else with it, like a Davidoff Nicaraguan. Or maybe they make something else like it, because this is
7: the Puro. We're already getting into the conspiracies. I like it. I. The thing is, they what have, I,
1: they do have millions of pounds of their their own stuff. Millions. And then somebody comes in and says... And listen, they don't make a lot of cigars for a lot of different people. Do you know
5: that the
6: Indiana Jones movie, they could have borrowed Davidoff's tobacco warehouse to show that scene in the end where they were putting the Lost Ark? Do you remember that scene in the end, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, great movie. That's like how big their tobacco reserves are.
1: Yeah, it's all about the tobacco, man. All right. And then they have all that, and then Victor walks in and says, yeah, get me different tobacco than you already have here. And, Isn't it crazy? Uh, yeah. <coughs> it's crazy. So they end up doing it, and here it is. This is part of the uh, Cigar Authority Care Packages. Uh, if you uh, are a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package, you actually have this cigar. I hope you're smoking it along with us. If you're not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, Barry, I think it goes out next week? It goes out either the day after Thanksgiving or the first Monday of the month. Okay. So uh, that 'll be the next one, which will not give you this cigar, but you 'll get four more cigars so here 's how it works: You get four cigars per month automatically you are charge one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine when you sign up that uh, will uh, include the first time it goes out, but as soon as you sign up you 're going to be charged every month you 'll be charged one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine until you say "Stop." And we won't charge you until we're shipping the product. But the first one, you're going to be charged automatically uh, the day you ended up doing it. Stop anytime you want, but we've had nobody stop because why would you when you look at the value of it? So this cigar here we're smoking now, this is a let me look 7 it. and change. 750. 7 to 50 Toro, and uh, later on in the next hour, we're going to smoke another cigar in there, and that uh, is also included in here. So those in the care package, uh, this uh, wraps up the month, I believe, Uh it two cigars, and, uh, and we'll get there from there. So uh, that is that. So uh, I want to get in a little bit deeper
5: on the conspiracy here. Victor. Okay. 1962. Yeah. We know from the Ortsak commercial what that means, but why don't you say it because no one pays attention to those things.
6: Well, 1962 was just a, a major year for cigar smokers, and that's when JFK pretty much bought every cigar, Cuban cigar that was ever left available in the United States. Yeah. And the embargo started, and uh, we were stuck back then, not we because I wasn't around, but folks were stuck back then just uh, eliminating the reserves and... Uh, the greats of the greatest of the best of the best in Cuba fled, and they went to Central America, and that's really the reason why we have so many good cigars today. Yes, so it's in not Central America. The New Nicaraguan Caribbean.
5: embargo, you're talking about, it's the Cuban embargo. The that Cuban embargo. The Helms-Burton yeah. Act was signed in 1962 right. by JFK. And uh, how did you come up with the name Ortsak.
6: Well, uh, Ortsak was pretty much an easy name to come up with because it's Castro, I hear Castro uh, hates him. Yeah, Castro <laughs> hates Ortsak. That's right. That's right. So being a conspiracy-type brand, Castro uh, spelled backwards is uh, Ortsak.
1: There we go. Love it. Love it. So it's very uh, interesting. there was an Operation Ortsak that actually never took place. That's true. Um, and um, that's what it was called. And uh, here it is, Ortsak, the cigar brand. And people look at it. They don't know how to pronounce it. They don't know what it is. But take a peek at it, look at it, and then you see it's Castro spelled backwards. And this
6: Operation Ortsak was that CIA plot to put the exploding cigar in, yes. uh, in the yeah. – And that was um, run by the Freemasons, right? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> we we want to ask them. They're right here. All right. there
1: we go. But, yeah, it was exploding cigar. No kidding. Yeah, it was supposed to be in uh, Kill Castro. Very James Bondish. I like it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. So This is a conspiracy-type thing. Now, the packaging itself.
4: Yeah, waterproof. Sub- it floats. What?
6: Yeah, really designed for the uh, boat enthusiast because 90 miles from the United States is Cuba, and the easiest way to get there is by boat. Mm-hmm.
5: I so,
1: see where you're, you're a strong swimmer. Ah, there's a lot going on okay, here. Yeah,
5: all right. See that? Now, there's been, there's been videos Disputing your claim. (laughs) There was videos of
1: Elvis Presley smoking an art cigar. How can that be when this thing only came out seven years ago?
5: Time travel. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Great Scott. So
1: your claim that the packaging
5: is, in fact, bulletproof. People put that to the test, and it turns out it takes, what, seven lids to actually stop a bullet? I saw that, yeah. So the claim is it's actually made out of bulletproof
6: material. Like Kevlar. uh, Yep. And uh, the uh, someone had like an AK-47 or something, or some I, high-powered. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and they uh, they just went to town on. it. It's a really cool video.
5: But it, it, with did? seven lids, it stopped the bullet. It did. So it yeah. is yeah. in fact yeah. bulletproof. It sure is. If you know? walk around with seven boxes right. strapped to your chest,
6: so you you actually make your own flak jacket here. If you you know just take sewing lessons up the street, grab g- yeah. g- a couple of boxes of Ortzack and make yourself a vest.
1: Love it. So uh, we have uh, a few sizes of this. Toro, Torpedo, and a Robusto. And a Robusto. Yeah. A Robusto. Orton, Orzac, 1962. So there's a story behind that. Very, very interesting. No. A lot, lot going on. <laughs> Any other secrets you want to reveal on Ortsack? Uh, I don't
6: think we pretty much covered them all. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, Mr. Jonathan usually has interesting questions. Maybe we can. I, well, got,
1: I got a question about it. Yeah. you In the next hour, we're going to smoke Tortuga. Uh, those that know Victor Vitale, Legacy Brands, um, uh, Ortsac, we don't hear you talking about it much anymore. The, uh, the, what, it wasn't at the trade show. What happened to, to Ortsac? We have it right here.
6: Yeah. What happened to it? Ortsac was a part of the sale two years ago, and you are now the proud owner yes, of the brand.
1: I, <laughs> I get a it. That. What? I bought it. Yes, he did. I loved Ortsak so yeah. much. I bought it. Yeah. No kidding. Yes, I did. Great. A couple of years ago. Yeah. so I can see why. There we go. Um, Victor sold out his company, um, Cigar Agency. That's yep. right. Agency,
6: ortsack Conspiracy,
1: James Bondish. There right? we go. And uh, moved uh, back to Philadelphia, um, went into his family business, which was Tortuga. And uh, this was sitting there, and I said, uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Dave doesn't miss an opportunity. Yes. yes, opportunity knocks. What do you do? You got to take it, man. You answer the door, baby. Every time, it's knocking. Wicked, wicked fast. <laughs>
7: wicked fast. Wicked Absolutely.
1: Fast. Speaking of wicked, go ahead. Here's a good, good opportunity yeah. for uh, Chuck Morrison's commercial. I threw you the
7: softball. He's, yeah, baby. Hey, yeah, thanks for you And I'll tell you what. I mean, uh, huge shout out to all you guys for 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 supporting me here in my launch of my business, Wicked uh, Cuisine. It's a it's a new business <laughs> venture. Uh, we're we're really going after the premium uh, k- kitchenware accessory line of um, of uh, kitchen accessories and tools. So we just launched our first product, a set of three nonstick baking mats. Here we go. Available on Amazon.com. Um, they, yeah. uh, they find
1: it by looking up Wicked Cuisine. Just check out
7: Wicked Cuisine. It's the wicked best baking mats on the market, period. We know because me and Victor know for sure because – We have them.
1: We immediately ordered and keep rubbing it in.
7: I got mine autographed, actually. How about you? How you doing? (laughs) So, um, how you doing? What is a baking mat, Charles? A baking mat is a substance that you use, Jonathan, for baking. So it would negate the need for parchment papers, tin foil, oil sprays, butters. You put it under a lasagna. Absolutely, lasagna, pizza, fish, chicken. Uh, cupcakes, cookies. Is it, you just put it in by itself? You put it on a pan? Yeah, you want to put it on top of a pan, like you would tinfoil, for example. Baking sheet. Okay. And um, you put your food on there. You'll so it's bake environmentally it. friendly. It's environmentally friendly. It's reusable. It's non-leaching. Uh, non-leaching. Uh, silicone. Silicone. It's... Uh, you know, obviously FDA approved, uh, bpa free. What's so, the maximum temperature? You know uh, Four hundred and eighty seven degrees. Okay. Yep. Is that a max. real thing, or did you just make nope, that up? No, one hundred percent real. Yep, four hundred eighty seven. Tested. Yep. So,
1: so if you go to four hundred eighty eight, it melts. I don't know what happens. Oh <laughs> no. Sounds like, no! Sounds like Sounds uh, like a challenge. Challenge. You, what you happens
5: know. is you go back to the future. If you go to 488. Yeah. <laughs> right.
7: <laughs> Back to when they only had um, Toll House cookies it, and... Uh... The, the mats might start to, uh, yeah, cook themselves, burn. But, I mean, it's 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 designed to withstand, you know, the normal baking temperatures anywhere. for It can go down to 40 degrees below freezing up to 487. I think the
6: only thing that you bake over 450 are magic muffins anyway. What's a magic muffin?
1: I thought that's what you make
6: at home. Is that, magic? Is, that is that
1: like the magic mu- mushroom? Is that... Mad- Oh, I was
6: thinking Colorado then. Okay,
1: I mean, Colorado, yeah.
7: Rocky
1: Mountain High.
6: <laughs> no, but I
7: appreciate, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. It's been a, uh, it's been a passion of mine, um, you know, to really deliver on the front of just delivering high end accessories. My wife is the cook in the family. I love to go out and really seek after, you know, high end kitchen gear, stuff that's going to last a long time. That's you know not cheap. That's built to last, and that has some style to it. And I saw, uh, you know, an opportunity out there in the marketplace where. There were some pretty cool tools out there, but it didn't have that sexiness factor. So we kind of wanted to bring that into the marketplace by having some design, some elegance, while still having that premium, professional-grade quality.
5: See, now I bring sexiness to the kitchen by just not
1: wearing any clothes except for my apron. No, that's not
7: sexiness. (laughs) It's animal.
1: It's animal. But if you want to measure up to the other baking mats, there's nothing that measures better than the Wicked Cuisine mat. And you'll see why when you go onto Amazon and you take a look at it. Nothing measures quite like Wicked Cuisine, right? Can't measure up. Mm -hmm. You can use that. I love that. You can use that. Nothing measures up. I can
6: see you're on the Today Show right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's next. That is
1: brilliant. There we go. So take that one with it. Nothing measures up. Do you see why? You know of course
6: why. I know why. Yeah. Brilliant. That's why you're the brilliant marketer that you are.
7: Writing it down he's, right now. Writing it.
1: It's going it's to be on there later on. You'll end up seeing that. See that.
7: Jonathan, what that was, that was opportunity knocking. Yes, it was. And I'm opening yes, the door. Yes. Now,
6: usually he charges twelve grand
1: for that, but right. you just got that one for free. Yeah, awesome. I just let, let that one go anyway. Next Jeez. Saturday, Storm Bowen from Cigars for Warriors joins us as we reveal the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Speaking of that, WhatsApp was a Cigar of the Year. It sure was. Yep. That's why you 2013? bought it. 2013? I think so. No, it's got to be older than 2012? No, it be the first year it came out. 2007? Wow. Or 2008. If you released it to show in late or whatever, i got to look. i got to look when it was. Yeah. But anyway.
7: we got to check the wall. Look
1: at this, how beautiful it's burning, how good it tastes. You got any taste profiles of this? To I, me? Any, anybody
7: i'm getting chocolate
6: myself yeah yeah it's a to me it's it's a wonderful palate coat it's almost like when dark chocolate coats your palate yeah and you just have that
5: long finish Coffee. but it's really like a
6: nice subtly sweet long finish
5: it's what happens when you have uh, like cayenne pepper infused dark chocolate Ooh. the after effect so you get the coating <sighs> yeah a little it's post it's post burn it's not burning there's no mm. spice really it's just Right after that. You ever have that? Yeah. the, yeah, that. On the f- yeah. Yeah. pepper inside the chocolate? Definitely. Oh, That's it's good.
7: Fantastic.
1: You got, you got that. I'm going to give you a bell. I concur. You got it. You nailed it! Nailed it! Hashtag nailed it! <laughs> you didn't buy a, a, a Wicked Cuisine uh, yet. I, I yeah. found out about it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, now
5: you, you but, can't buy it now. now right you can't now buy you he's can. He's blocked, right? He's, he's blocked. blocked. Can't buy. Good it. luck with that. I have many fake profiles. I understand on that
1: some of these things are going to. They only make so many, and then it's going to be actually retired, and there's going to be a different version of it. You never know what's going to happen, so it's now or never. Is what I would say. Not only that, it is it is voted by Amazon as the top new item.
7: Yeah, they just literally last night, Dave. Um, I put it on Facebook. They 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 selected us as a top selling um, uh, top selling item within the baking mats category, which is a really big deal, actually. Mine is autographed, by the way. It so is, when they that. sell out and you want to buy an autographed one, we'll talk. Yeah. So, you know, they look at factors like sales volume. They look at quality. They look at customer reviews. So to be selected for that is, is certainly an honor and certainly uh, unexpected this early. But. He's off and
1: rolling. Let's he's, do it, baby. He's off and rolling. Okay, so what else on Ortzak? Tastes good. Burns good. Good cigar. It's good. And it's good. you know what? The beautiful thing is, I got them all. What
5: is your, <laughs> I got them all. What is your obsession with Nicaragua? Because you seem to keep going back to the well with Nicaraguan tobacco.
6: Nicaragua tobacco has just been like A++ lately.
5: Uh, not even lately. I mean, going back to 2007. So yeah. you you obviously have a thing. Are you blending for your palate, or well, no, do you, you believe know, <laughs> that there is a section of the market that is looking for that certain thing? None of your cigars are powerhouses, so yeah. you're not looking for that upper echelon. Yeah. You don't really have mild, mild. You're in that middle range. I would put this at just shy of straight down the middle medium. Just mm-hmm. shy. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's, what's your obsession?
6: Uh, you know, I've never really made anything that was over-the-top full-bodied. Everything that I make has balance, and there's medium three-quarters right on the edge of full-bodied. So to get back to your question, you rewind the clock to 2007, and there really weren't a lot of Nicaraguan puros on the market that had substance, meaning balance. There was a lot of, like, really uh, super-robust Uh, razor blade style uh, Nicaraguans back then. Is there
5: something to the way Davidoff ferments their tobacco that had some sort of appeal when you were making this? Because you went Nicaraguan, but you had Davidoff do the fermentation. So is there something that they're doing that you appreciate or that perhaps softens the aggression and the razor blades that were known in 2007. That's what Nicaraguan tobacco was.
6: Well, you know, I wanted to be the first to do something really extraordinary. When you think about it, you had father and son and their number one guy who just happens to be the number one guy in the entire Dominican Republic.
5: And, and ar- arguably, arguably in the world.
6: So y- there's three guys in a room that I had access to that mm. have never really done extensive experimentation with Nicaraguan tobacco to produce a cigar for the market. And to me, it was just like a total layup. Yeah. So yeah, it was well, like a no-brainer.
1: They, I bet, you know, at the beginning, they don't want to do it because, oh, we've got to get these things in and all this stuff. Then they put their hands in it, and they have fun, and they love it, and it's a whole new thing. It was
6: like getting these guys in the sandbox for the first yes, time. Yeah. They got really excited over it, and it was something like out of their... You know, they're used to walking down the same aisle, and they know what they have in inventory and, you know, everything that they have. And this was like
1: something new. This was the new thing to do. They want to play. It was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. They want to play with it. Great job. Great job. I love the cigar. I always did. And the opportunity came to uh, buy it. I did. And uh, we got it all. And that's that. Hey, let's go to break, Chuck. When we come back, uh, they are all around us, invisible and unsuspecting. Three million of a secret, society older than the american republic for the first time ever we will reveal their secrets who are these men what are their rituals and what the hell does that have to do with cigar smoking we'll find all that out and more when we return we're live from two guys smoke shop in salem new hampshire you're listening to the cigar authority on the united cigar radio network
3: The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully
0: hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
5: Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? think you got it okay do you know what this is now for the cigar what do you think of this cigar I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar the Lagiana Havana natural cigars are oh yeah so smooth and oh yeah the Maduro version is a bit beefed up but oh yeah They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Havana. Oh,
7: yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series, from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
1: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez.
5: Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more,
1: it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready?
5: Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose
7: This is a Hank Kelman and my son... Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigars Retailers Radio Network.
1: And we are back live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. With us is a cigar-smoking Freemason. We're going to dig in and ask some tough questions. Welcome Peter Fondas to The Cigar Authority. Welcome aboard.
8: Good to be here. Good to be here.
1: So we're going to penetrate the marble walls of the Masonic Temple and ask you some tough questions. All right. And uh, we're hoping to get some answers and reveal some uh, things a lot of people have been asking. We've been teasing this the past week or so, and a lot of people uh, chimed in and asking a lot of questions of us to try to find out. So first off, what are the requirements
8: to become a Mason? Uh, First, you have to be a man. Okay. Uh, You have to be born free, which is part of our archaic uh, structure because masonry was originated at a time when slavery still existed, you have to be reviewed by members of the Lodge and found to be of good character. Okay, so you've got to be a good man. You've got to be a good man. Okay, easy enough, right? No, so and you, ha- oh, and you have to believe in some higher authority. So oh. you have to believe in God.
1: Okay, easy enough still, easy, easy enough. Now, I was told by somebody that you, I can't come to you and ask to be a Freemason, but you have to ask me.
8: Historically, that's been true. Okay. Uh, yes,
5: yeah, the other way around.
8: Well, no, I couldn't ask you. You could always oh, ask me. Correct. Oh, correct. Um, and until very recently, um, that's been true. In Massachusetts, that changed a number of years ago. We're now allowed to ask you if you'd like to join. Oh, all right. So if you like my answers and you're interested in joining, we've got a wonderful lodge right down the street. Okay. So there's been 14 presidents of the United States that have been
1: Freemasons. Is that right? That sounds about right. Okay. Um, And, you know, it it goes back to, uh, you know, you look at dollar bills and all kinds of stuff. There's probably a lot of things symbolizing inside this. I'm going to get into some of it. Is a Mason a Shriner and vice versa? Um,
8: A Shriner is a Mason, uh, but a Mason is not a Shriner. Okay. So there are there are varying organizations within the fraternity, and the first one is mason. So to get to any of the other organizations, you have to start by being a mason, then you can expand. Oh, well, it starts off as a mason. That's right. So every shriner you meet is a mason, but not every mason is a shriner. So you say fraternal, meaning
5: that this is a brotherly organization. You consider your boys only, and you you consider them all brothers. Correct. So, is let's say a brother decides to run for office, like say president of the United States, are you in any way compelled because you're a Mason to vote for him and support him? And uh...
8: I'm compelled to support him as a friend and a brother, but I'm not compelled to vote for him. I have to vote my conscience. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So if he's the right choice and he's a brother. Then I got two good reasons to vote for him. But if he's a bad choice and a brother, you, you don't vote okay. for him. You, you, support, you support your community, your country um, as a citizen. That's part of, it do, it part d- of what's expected of you. Su-
1: it doesn't supersede any other of your, no. your beliefs, it's not anything like
8: that. No. Is there anything to do with bricklaying? Um, only if you work in that profession that's it (laughs) there's there's nothing (laughs) historically there may have been depending on who you believe okay but presently if you're a bricklayer you can be a, a mason if you're a mason, you can be a brick later, but the, the two have nothing in common. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, we have one member in our organization that that is a mason as part of the organization and a mason, as in he All works right. with this, stone and brick. He's a double mason, so does that make him a second-degree mason? Uh, no, but that does make <laughs> him the guy we ask the questions <laughs> to when we want to know how to grout the bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is
1: where I was hoping to get to. We're getting Uh, to the answers over here.
8: So there are degrees of masonry. Yes, there are three degrees of of Freemasonry. Oh, I thought there were thirty. I thought they were like, yeah. Uh, That depends on the organization. So as a mason, there are three degrees. Okay. If you go to another body, you can go to, you can extend into more levels of masonry, but they don't supersede the third degree. The third degree is the highest form of masonry. And everything else is in addition to that.
5: How long does it take you to get to a third degree? Is it like karate where four years you're in? I was just going to say, it's got the black belt. belt. (laughs)
8: Usually usually it takes three months unless you're part of a really, really picky lodge, in which case it may take longer. Three months to become a third
5: degree. Correct. The highest level. Correct. No kidding. Wow, it seems easy. Is there a lot of studying involved?
8: I mean, is
7: it tests? What's going on? In our
8: lodge there is. Really? (laughs) Yes.
7: So not all lodges are the same?
8: No, the the standards for the lodges should be the same, but they're not all the same. So different lodges will will ask more or less of you, depending on, on the standards of that particular lodge. Do so, you shop around different lodges if you want to get to third degree faster or slower? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you don't. No? You know, because you never know what it, what it takes. No one is supposed to tell you what it's going to take you to get there. Gotcha.
7: If you're a member of one lodge, yeah. can you... Participate in another lodge, or um,
8: yeah, if you're a member of one lodge, you can go to a lodge that nobody knows you. Show them your dues card. Mm-hmm. Um, they will test you to make sure you're really who you say you are, mm-hmm. and you can participate in the lodge. Huh. Now, if you fail, they may say thank you, but no thank you. You'll have to come back with somebody that can vouch for you.
7: Yeah. Mm. So
5: is there? There's no secret handshake. There's a oh, secret? Sure, of course, of course. Oh, is that part of the test?
8: Is, is it well it is part of the test to finish your degrees yes I mean you go to like
5: Chuck said you go to another lodge yeah. and part of the testing all right show me the secret handshake
8: it it can be it depends on how they choose to test you there's a lot that you learn by being a mason I noticed nobody's secret handshake when you guys got here so well, you, you obviously would, you just would, do that at the y-
5: lodge you wouldn't see it you don't shop that that's around. the oh, whole
1: point you of don't it, see being it things secret. are happening here we can't see what yes things oh, are happening like this it
8: wouldn't be a secret handshake if you could recognize it when you saw two people
1: see, doing I thought it was get the middle finger and tickle it that <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. It might be that. You don't know. <laughs> you're, you're thinking gentlemen's clubs. <laughs> there we go. Gentleman club handshake. Wow. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So um, you, you have to go to the third degree of a mason to become a shriner.
8: Correct. You have yes. to get to the third degree before any other Masonic body will look at you. Okay. Are there titles for the degrees besides just first degree, second
5: degree, third
8: degree? Uh, there are. The the titles are Entered Apprentice, Fellow Craft, and Master Mason. So not unlike the trade of being no, a mason. No, it's it's based on the trade. Gotcha. All so right. ma- and, and it uses the tools of the trade symbolically. So is everybody here a Master Mason? No, not everybody. No. Oh, all right. So no, not everybody.
1: Okay, and um, most of them. What is there a difference between a Freemason and a fully paid mason. No, or? no, it's just it's just a, a ma- <laughs> the a The proper name
8: is a Freemason. Okay, uh, but a mason is how we're generally referred to each other because we're lazy and we don't want to throw the extra words. <laughs> <at you>. Okay, <laughs> just like everybody else. But but free being a free man, not a slave. Um, the implication was a Freemason was a mason that can go from one geographic location to another to engage in, in the building of monuments and buildings. Is this an... so? It, he basically it assumes free travel, not. Freeborn. Okay, so let's
1: talk travel. Can you? Is this happening in other countries also? Uh, just about every country on the planet.
4: Wow!
3: Get
1: wow.
4: out of here. So there's yeah. three million and, in and the U S., but there's more and, globally.
8: And in a lot of those countries, it has to be underground because it's not appreciated by some religions um, and yeah. some countries. And you so communist organizations don't like Freemasons. Um, Islam doesn't like Freemasons. Catholicism now doesn't
5: like Freemasons. You're not bound by any one religion as long as you believe in a higher power. That's
8: Correct. it. Correct. So if you want to be- if you believe in Allah, you can be a Mason. If you believe in Jesus, you can be a Mason. What about the, Buddhist, the lady that
5: got uh, her She's the uh, flying spaghetti monster believer, and she has the colander on her head, although it's a lady, so she couldn't be a mason. Um, that might be pushing it.
8: That, that, that would be pushing it a little bit because that's, that's a tongue-in-cheek religion sure. as yeah. opposed to one that yeah. you actually believe in something.
0: But it's actually recognized by the state of Massachusetts. So that, what that, does that, the religion have to be recognized by to be considered... You, a legitimate belief, the Masons.
8: <laughs> um, you know what? That's a pretty good answer. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with that because <laughs> if you want to join my lodge, right, we have to approve of you. Okay. And if somebody says, "Yeah, well, you know, we were talking about what you believe in this religion, and you you said flying spaghetti monster <laughs> and nothing else," you know, we may want to have a drink with you. Yeah. But <laughs> you may not join the lodge. Yeah, you
1: might be just a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. H-
8: have you had any uh,
1: pushback? We have you're an organization that only has men and um, women have come yeah. forward and say we, we see this in everything you know um,
8: you know what i haven't i haven't heard of any <laughs> And in our open houses, we, we invite women in to tell them what masonry is about and let them ask questions. And I've gotten nothing but support from the women that have come into our lodge. Okay. So it's all been positive in, in, in my personal experience. I'm sure somebody out there is complaining about something, but that's normal. And, and this isn't going to change.
1: This is the way it is for
8: It's a private organization. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we accept no government money. So How there's ma- no... Are
5: there's you no, a 501c3? Is it a charity? Uh, or?
8: 501c10, a fraternal organization. Ah. So there's a separate tax Code for that type of organization. So you guys pay taxes, of course. No is
0: kidding. there is there a specific group that you do more for? Like I'm a member of the Elks. Okay, so we do a lot to do with uh, with children drinking, that have, drinking. They have. Um,
8: <laughs> is there a particular group psychological issue?
0: So we do a lot of things for our, our children. Like, children special deeds. Okay,
8: is the word I'm looking for. All right, so. On the small scale, in our lodge, the people we look after most are our members, okay. are their families, their kids. On right. a larger scale, if you take the offshoots of masonry, look at the Shriners and the Shriners Burns Institutes. Okay. So the shrine was built up specifically to fund all of this medical research and the, and the medical care. Okay. So, yes, hmm. uh, there's a whole lot of small charity. There's a whole lot of us taking care of us and our, uh, and our families. And there's a the whole mm-hmm. lot of outreach. You know, something could be as simple as, you know, we spent we days cleaning up parks. Okay. You know, we've, we've built stuff in town. Um, and we throw money at whoever we need to throw money at.
7: Awesome. Okay. How, how awesome. long has Freemasonry been around for? How far back are we going here?
8: That depends on who you ask. Asking you know, you we're asking we're, you. Uh, <laughs> for for <laughs> me, it goes back about 10 years. That's when I joined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Great answer. All but right. it does. It, Masonry, that, so it, that's, that's what I can absolutely tell you is true. Yeah. Other than that, we know it goes back at least three, four hundred years. Well, your largest really? loan goes back two hundred and fifty, yeah. does it not? Yes, yeah. goes back two hundred and fifty years, give or take. Yes. Wow! So, the, so the, the thing, we have—we yeah. actually have the oldest building in. Haverhill that is still doing the intended purpose of that building. That Which brings building. me to my other question. That we have the coolest clubhouse in town. The coolest. <laughs>
5: Masons being built on masonry and building things. Mm-hmm. You guys have built some very ornate buildings over history. Of course.
8: Did you build all of your own lodges? All of the lodges are self-funded. So the members are what put up the money to build the lodges.
5: 250 years ago did they actually put hand to brick and build that building or did you I'm, hire somebody
8: I'm sure they I'm sure people were hired and I'm sure some of the people that were hired were masons Wow so the people that built the buildings were the people that knew how to build buildings. Sure. The people that showed up for meetings may or may not have known how to build buildings. We appreciate you putting up with our juvenile questions. Yeah. Well, you is, haven't got any real juvenile This logic. is, to me, I mean, this is very keep, fascinating.
1: Keep I don't, I don't know if it
5: makes for good radio, but I'm fascinated by they, it they're, right?
1: they're coming anyway. So uh, Back to the secret handshake. Sure. If I shook your hand <laughs> now, would you be doing the secret handshake to see if I was one of you?
8: If I thought you might be, maybe I would.
1: Wow, at that point and I and I wasn't yeah. would I realize what was happening?
8: Optimally no. No. It I just, mean, that's the whole point of
1: it being secret. Yeah, but I mean, like if I did it my juvenile way and tickled the, the middle of your hand, you'd, you'd
5: say. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the hand tickle is not it, part of the yeah, you know, hand You know what? That's an excellent <laughs> assumption. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll support We're gonna that We're going to get this assumption. by process
8: of elimination. Oh, it's going to take a long time.
1: So you, 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 might somebody might have
8: done this to me before and shook my hand that way, and, and, and I didn't know it. Yeah, they could have they could have queried you that way, and, and if you didn't know the right response, they knew you weren't a mason and if you did know the right response well then they had somebody something in common to talk to okay. you okay i see
1: some stickers on cars yeah. with the yep. mason symbol i see people with the rings sure. on it but then i see nothing on most of you guys so i wouldn't know other than know that you guys a, a,
8: a lot of guys wear the ring because mm-hmm. it's oh, nice. it's standard jewelry I, i'm not a jewelry guy yeah, yeah. so i don't i don't wear anything like that
7: all right now go we'll talk about the symbol for a second yeah. i notice it looks like a compass it's a, a square and a compass. A square and a compass with the Which letter G.
0: One yep. of our members of the City yeah. has the tattoo and tattoo. the ring. So, yes. oh, cool. so
8: the square and the compass are both tools of Masons. One to square stones, one to circumscribe circles. So they are, they are part of the tools of Masonry, and they have symbolic meaning within the organization. G stands for God. Okay. So in the middle of all of this is God.
1: Cool. Just God. Any, Just God. Any God. So now your
8: your who you believe in God and who I believe yeah. in God are not necessarily so that's the same. beautiful. So it's not a
1: religious thing at all. I mean some people think this is a religious organization. You must believe in God, but it's
8: not like we're going to uh It's it I call it pseudo religion A lot of what goes on formally in the lodge is based around uh early Judaism. So so there is opening there a are, meeting with a prayer, are, closing abso- it
1: with a prayer. Absolutely. And is that a secret Austin. prayer? No, no, okay.
8: No. It's, it's 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 an ecumenical prayer that's that's uh, acceptable by just about any religion. Okay. So, Peter, we're going to pay a bill real quick. Okay. We've got a uh,
5: speaking of asking you lots of ridiculous questions, and you've been most generous with your time. Uh, Barron's over here has a our question of the week.
0: I appreciate the throw. It's time for the question of the week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When a question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fills from Nicaragua and oh, Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we wanted to know how many people of you visit cigar lounges in the winter. And surprisingly, 33% of you say you do not visit a cigar lounge that you choose to smoke at home. Or the lounge is just too far away. No kidding.
1: And those are the people that listen to the show. 33% of them just 33%. Smoke, smoke in their own home. Yep. Because they, they have one.
0: Yep. And the number two answer was once a month, uh, which came in at 22%. And I'm part of the minority, which is visiting a cigar shop every day, even on my day off. And that was 9%. Okay. And this week, the question we ask you is, when you smoke a cigar, do you retrohale? And maybe next week we'll get into why you should retrohale.
1: So explain what retrohale is for the people who don't understand it. It's
0: the pushing of the smoke through the nose. And you can do that without inhaling. And uh, hopefully we'll get to that maybe next week based upon the answers. And the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars. And as always, you can vote on thecigarauthority.com. And as Kruk pointed out, it's just below the Duran advertisement. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference.
1: Okay, is the handshake a handshake <laughs> or a grip? Uh, you can call it either.
8: Formally we call it a grip.
1: So something to do with the pressure? Ah. <laughs>
7: it's it's feel something free, to do with the Feel
8: pressure. free to ask as much as you like. <laughs> okay. and, and I will honestly tell you as little as I can. <laughs> So, and, and, and I when, like this guy, Peter.
1: And when you become the Mason, you say whatever you're going to learn here, you're going to keep a secret because that's part of the thing. Secret-y, a, a
8: lot of it is, mm. is secret and is intended to be kept
7: secret. But the organization isn't secret,
8: though. No, the organization is public. You see a square and a compass on the building, it's kind of hard to keep that yeah. a secret. You know, when, when you, you, know, you see guys in tuxes walk out of the building and say, and you ask, when's the next meeting, they'll tell you. Hmm. So well, there's not a lot of secrets around where we meet, when we meet, you know, who shows up. What's the intention of the meeting? Um, the intention of the meeting is, is to get the organization together and keep them updated on the goings-on. What okay. are we doing? Does anyone need some help? Do we have gatherings or charities that are uh, coming up on this next month? So it's a, it's a review of the month's activities and a progress report on what's going on. So we got 30 guys here yep. that are part of two lodges. Oh, probably more than two more than two. Yeah, we so have, this was
5: open to anybody that's in the area that's amazing. Yeah, we
8: have we have 9 lodges in this area and this is open to all of them. So it's okay. it's it's the boys clubs the old boys clubs in the area getting together yeah. to have a little libation, smoke a couple of cigars and have a good time.
1: There we go.
8: Blood oath. You take a blood <laughs> oath. No that's that's a lot. That's not the, true. There is there is no blood.
1: No blood. That's good. Yeah. All right. The secret of the money, supposedly inside a dollar bill, you look at currency of whatever it is, there's Masonic messages inside there.
8: Um, I don't believe there are Masonic messages there. There are shared symbols there, but if you take a look at the history, Masonry adopted the symbols after they were on the dollar bill, not before. Oh. Ah. So you can can look at it. Now, hold on, hold on. That's if you believe what you read. I mean, it, there's a whole lot of conspiracy yes. out there.
1: And yeah. also, when you go to Washington, D.C., they say things, buildings are set in the, to actually make up your triangle.
8: And, and and if you lay out something on a yeah. grid yes. and add diagonals, you will get the same thing anywhere else.
1: <laughs> anywhere else? Anywhere else. All right, so there's a lot of baloney here that goes on that people are catching up to. Uh, who killed JFK? Um, the
8: guy at the other end of the gun. Oh. And can you tell us where Hoffer is buried? <laughs> um, All right, I'm asking the, my hold on, question. Hold on. The, the, the best story I read on that is you will find him in multiple cans of dog food scattered throughout the country. There we go, which are probably already gone now. Area 51. Uh, that's real. And it has anything masodic to it? No, no. That's the U.S. government testing the latest technology in aircraft.
0: I actually know and somebody that worked there, and he cannot discuss it. Really? Yes. Yeah, one, one,
8: one of my best friends just came back from a trip there, mm-hmm. and he works with very high-tech coatings mm-hmm. that go on some of these planes. And the only thing he could tell me is they took everything electronic, including his pen. Yes. Wow. My, my friend
5: worked, worked for the CIA. Yeah. So, Peter... How do you solve a problem like Maria? Like Maria?
8: What's Maria? See,
1: now, this is ridiculous. Oh, yes, are talking about Oh, n- my question's ridiculous.
5: Yes. Area 51, who killed JFK? That's not ridiculous. <laughs> That's a normal question to ask someone. But, but how do you solve a problem like Maria from the sound of music? Yeah, That's I, out of the question. I, I, I don't understand yeah. the question. <laughs> yeah. we go. Jonathan, we need your
0: man card.
7: Really? Really? That well, was a code. He was trying to test. You've if never you were... Broadway musical. Yeah, you're obviously not no. a 4th no. degree 100. Mason. No, no. So I can't. I no, can't I'm talk s- to I'm
5: you. I'm
8: sorry. The sound of music is not part of my repertoire. <laughs> now, parrots of Penzance on the other side. <laughs> <Here> we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to a little test for you. Though we're gonna pot- make you part of the- this classic day in classic history. Okay. Brought to you by Classic Cigars.
4: You've heard
5: of Epic Rap Battles.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: but now it's time for the Epic Battle.
2: Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes.
5: For so this day...
2: Tell anyone about this, I'll f- kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
5: ...in classic history... It is looking at you, kid. ...brought to you by
2: Classic Cigars. So, this is,
5: that's, that's the question? Yeah. All Classic Cigars are handmade I mean, and really, imported from of, the Dominican out Republic, out the and every cigar, some cigar is priced under, get this, under... $3 per cigar. You like
0: that, baby? Let did know where I came from, yeah!
5: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for Peanut its butter? sweet sun-grown really? and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever <laughs> classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's hey, twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
1: Okay, Peter, this is how it works. Today is November 21st, and it's yes. somebody's birthday. I'm going to say what person's birthday it is, and you're going to tell me what year they were born without going over. You're going to go up against the guy to the oh, left I'm,
8: and right of you. I'm, I'm going to lose miserably, but I'll have fun playing. You'll have fun playing. Good luck.
5: It's, yeah.
1: g- it's going to go to Barry first, and then uh, you guys will chime in to your answers uh, following Barry. Barry, today is the birthday of Michael Strahan. Strahan. For- Strahan.
0: Former uh, defensive end for the New York Giants. And he is. Football Regis player. Is replacement.
1: There we go. So uh, he uh, was uh, in the Super Bowl uh, and uh, his final year at the NFL with the New York Giants. After retirement, became a TV football analyst in 2012. He became Kelly Ripa's co-host on ABC's Live with Kelly and Michael. Uh, final NFL game was against Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh, they were a heavy underdog, but they actually won the game, if you remember. He was in that game. Michael Strahan, born today. What year, Barry Stein? 1968. 1968. <laughs> 1968. Mr. Jonathan? 69. 69. Begity. And Peter, what year was he born? I'll go with 72. 72 would be over. <clears throat> and, and 69 is going to take the point at 71. So, Oh, that- good. Thank you. That goes to Mr. Jonathan. Yes, Gets it the points, and Mr. Jonathan always loses, so he's got a point. He's ahead. It's pretty good. It's Don't going. Worry, I can blow it. This is going to Mr. Jonathan now. Today is the birth date of Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn, movie actress, blonde star of Laughing and Sugarland Express. She overboard also is overboard. Yes. Also, the mother of fellow actress Kate Hudson. She began a long-standing relationship with Kurt. Russell back in 1983, but it's Goldie Hawn's birthday today. Born today what year? 1950. 1950, he says. So, Peter, what do you say? I think that's really close. I'll go with 51. 51, and...
4: Before I do
0: this, I have to tell a story. Okay. When I worked with my former business partner in New York, who did a lot of executive protection for a lot of famous people, I was literally five feet from her when she had the... Wait, that's big, Ryan, not Goldie yeah. Horn. Never mind. Okay. Um, 1947.
1: 47, and you're all over. 1945. Wow, she looks great. Wow. Pretty good, huh? little plastic surgery, does a lot. Peter, this is to you. Okay. Ken Griffey, Jr., mm-hmm. baseball player, 13-time Major League Baseball All-Star and American League MVP who retired with 630 home runs, considered one of the best Uh, center fielders to play the game. He won four American League home run title, 10 Golden Gloves, seven Silver Slugger Awards. Ken Griffey Jr., born today, what year? 59. 59, he says. Barry. 68. 68. 60. 60, and Barry will take it. Sixty eight at sixty nine, one away, pretty good Barry.
7: Nice.
1: We have one to one to zero, Peter. You have no points and you have two more. And by ma- the way, may
5: God have mercy on your soul.
8: Well luckily I'm not being <laughs> tested on this later. There <laughs> we
1: go. <laughs> and this is to you, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, do you know who he was? Ghostbusters? Yes he is. He's a screenwriter and director, best known for his work in such popular films as Caddyshack, Groundhog Day, National Lampoons Vacation. Also the actor that appeared in the nineteen eighties film Stripes. In Ghostbusters, the late great Harold Ramis, born today, what year? Who me? No, Peter. Oh, me. Um, fifty-two. Fifty-two. Uh, I wrote down fifty-one. Fifty-one. I think you're both over. Nineteen forty-eight. Forty-eight. You're all over. Ooh. You're all over. Nineteen forty-four. So it is two. It is one to one to zero. Peter, one question left. Yeah. If, you, if you get the question re- exact. You get two points, by the way. So okay. you could pull this off, but it goes to Barry first. Barry, today is Malo Thomas's birthday. Malo Thomas, that, that girl, girl? Yes. that girl, stage actress, star of old. the sitcom, that girl who married talk show host Phil Donahue. Her father, the late Danny Thomas, founded the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital in 1962, and she serves as the national outreach director to this day. Born today, Malo Thomas. What year? 1943. 43, he says, Mr. Jonathan. 48. 48. And Peter? Uh, I'll go 44. 44, and you're all over. Wow. 1937. Uh. So we got a two-way tie It goes to
5: the person with the most initials in their name, which is me.
1: It is huh? not. So I win. This classic day in classic history has been brought to you by Classic Cigar. Whichever classic you choose, it is available on twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. I got a question for
0: you regarding the uh, regarding the Masons. Being that I'm a member of the Elks, would that <laughs> prohibit me from becoming a member of the Masons? Not at all. So come, you could become multiple. Hi. You could become multiple be members yeah, of sure. multiple clubs that even are not part of the Masonic, like Masonics. Sure. And, uh Joe,
8: we don't preclude you from joining any other organization, okay. and nor nor do we exclude you. From Does the Elks exclude you if you're no. part of a Mason? Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Now hold on. Hold on. We're going to go back to secret handshakes. Yes. All right. You just got one. Ah. Could you tell? That's awesome. No, I couldn't.
1: You weren't paying attention. I was not paying attention. Could he,
8: could he pay attention? Well, hey, listen, I, I can't go that far. I just yeah. met the guy. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say 60-40 there. All right, Peter. Wow. Th- thank you so much for
1: playing with us. And uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, we're going to light up another cigar in the care package with Victor Vitali. We're going to get Victor Vitali secrets. He's got a handshake. He's got a turtle. Why the turtle? We're going to find out that and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop with the Masons here and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Ortsak
5: Bulletproof 1962, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back just in moments.
3: players today remind me of cuban cigars they're weaker they talk too much and they don't pack the same punch they used to
5: take it from mike ditka member of camacho's board of the bold and check out the new camacho carojo line of smokes built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact consistency and quality in a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor ...comes two that go head-to-head. Head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time.
2: Two rappers
7: united in name, but separated by taste.
2: One cigar known as the
1: natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
7: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. Within your face flavor, United Cigar. Nothing could
1: prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both
2: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
4: This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancouver. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is
2: John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangy. This it's a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, shake. The authority on everything cigar. Shake back. In Get used to hearing. and out of the cigar industry. Go. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball bay. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus. we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and
3: the always delicious Taco Bell.
2: Barry Stein.
4: That's what I love about these high school
2: girls,
3: man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and
2: Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma, can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Yeah. shake and bake. it. And we're back
1: with our number two broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Tortuga is a turtle. Is there a reason for the Turtle. Only Victor Vitali knows that. We'll get find out that from him. Uh, what's next in the industry? Tis the seasons for layoffs, acquisitions, and announcements. We're going to talk about that, too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
5: Yeah, you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand. Simply find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, where you can set it and forget it on all three. Welcome back, Victor. Howdy. Howdy. I'm here.
1: So Tortuga, loving it down to the end. Oh, boy. Ortsak, that's what's Ortsak, I mean. Um, I smoked it for an hour, and I'm about halfway done. Mm-hmm. Slow, slow, slow burning. Slow, yeah. slow burning. Hate to put it down, but we have to. And it's time to go to a tortuga. And there's different tortugas, but which one are we smoking here? This is the one that the whole group is smoking with us, right? Yes. This is the one that is also part of the care package. Yes. And if you if you have the care package, if you're saying how do I get in on the care package, go to the com. You'll see it on the right hand side. You sign up, 19.99 per month gives you four cigars, includes shipping. It's the best deal in the business, and uh, we're still doing it, but um, get get in before I change There was mind. a
0: Since you promoted me, I'm handling mail order now. Yes. Hang there on, was on a second. There was a you
4: promoted fro, yourself. Well, you promoted they, yourself. Dave
0: gave it the approval, so yeah. therefore it's a yeah, promotion. Trying to pull a,
5: a Mr. Jonathan over there?
0: <laughs> there was a flurry of sign-ups this week. I mean, it was crazy. Well, So we're getting close
1: to that cut-off number. Okay. So do it if you're thinking of doing it, do it. Come on, smoke along with us. Even if you have the cigars and you can't smoke live at, at uh, noon on Saturday Eastern time, you certainly can listen to the podcast, save the cigar, and when yeah. you're listening to the podcast, that's when you smoke it. That's when you do it. Or watch it on YouTube. Smoke
7: yeah, with us in, Yeah, uh, in and video. actually see
1: this, but I don't know about video. I'm never S- comfortable with this <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> watching us. You know, it's
5: we have faces for radio. I'm on sure. the uh, this first of all is a cedar wrap cigar, which I believe you refer to as the Cedro version, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes. Cedro number five.
5: Yes. Is Cedro number five? Are you reading my mind right now? Oh, we're good. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm good. Victor's
1: not good. <laughs> uh, I, I
5: think we
0: just got, like, the Freemason approval. It's, it's a something. cedar sheath. <laughs> you put his, it out. It's he put like his
1: thumb up. When he said when he picked the one he wanted, is that like a symbolism of? Yeah, what's going on there? Is it is reading
5: an awful lot into this. It yes. is. That's okay. the symbolism. You know of, what? Yes,
1: I'll have that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who
6: knew? That's a Facebook thing too. It is. Oh boy. It's F in know. Facebook. F in Freemasons. I think you got it. Oh my. They both start with an
5: F. Oh my. And uh, Keith's <laughs> Keith's brother is here, and he tell, told me to go F myself last week. So you, you know That's I, three. That's three. You know Thank what you.
1: I wanted to know is Salute. what's the secret ingredients in KFC. Kentucky <laughs> Fried abs. Chicken. You should Yeah, I
6: wonder if they know the secret recipe. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's shaking his hands. How about the secret sauce?
7: Oh, see? Wait,
6: I saw that. Look back at that. Back to you the saw cigars. saw that? I think I got it. We saw it. that handshake.
7: We I saw
5: think, that. I think I got it. Can we, can we talk I about cigars or the Cigar handshake. Authority for a moment? There something going on yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I what? think he tickled us underneath there. I think, yeah. I, I, what, I, what I think the alcohol kind Dave. It with? is. It only takes a little. It's so bad. It's so crazy. See that? Uh. By the
0: way, the chat room says, Jonathan, that you have a forehead for radio. Yes, oh, beautiful. Do. It <laughs>
6: goes all the way back. <laughs> wow. Personal attacks on the chat Oh, room. all the time. Yeah, wow.
5: constant. That's why I don't look at it anymore. So on the foot of the cigar, <laughs> I picked up the spices from a good barbecue. If you just take a whiff of the foot. You got the spices of a good barbecue, including a hint of mes- mesquite in there.
6: Well, you know, at the factory we have the brush and it's masterpiece that we use. <laughs> oh. <laughs> masterpiece I
5: Every was, leaf gets Masterpiece. I was master- going to make the assumption, but I didn't want to go out on a limb in case. Bullseye you masterpiece say it. is that
1: the same brand? Bullseye masterpiece? No. All right, we're going to give it a cut and light and begin this thing. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. How does he do that? He lowers his price. How does he do that? Everybody else is raising it.
6: When I grow up, I want to be Nick Perdomo.
0: Yes. I wasn't paying attention, but I don't know if Jonathan said it, but I'm getting a very floral note as well. Not as well, because he said barbecue. (laughs) Okay, so I'm getting a
1: floral note. Okay. you got to pay attention. Stop looking at the chat box. We'll glance at it every once in a while in case they have something to say. Yeah. But I'm just making fun of Jonathan. We do it all day long. Yep. Yeah, it's nothing new. It's a regular thing here. They think they're they're being witty over there. <laughs> so now we take a drawer in the cigar before we even light it. Yep. Yeah. I treat the chat room as my
0: personal fan club.
1: Yeah? They like you? I'm going with
0: that.
5: Well, he blocks anyone who says anything negative <laughs> about it. <him>, so <laughs> yeah. I get yeah, those yeah, emails, yeah, by yeah. the way.
1: <clears> we get the emails. You can go on to cigarauthority.com. contact us. And you can tell anything you want and we, we pass that forward so i have only blocked one person and i will not go into why i've blocked them okay. wow all right conspiracy i think not they're probably not a freemason if you right. blocked them <laughs>
5: there is a there on the, now the cold draw i got barbecue mm-hmm. on the smell of the foot but on the drawer itself Whoa. there's a mccormick spice that's specifically for steak and that's what i'm getting on the cold draw like a rub it's
1: like a steak rub yep. i got the
0: market basket knockoff <laughs> <laughs>
6: right market basket i like it's it so
1: it's so much less money and it's the same <laughs> thing it's the same thing <laughs> packaging
5: <clears throat>
1: all right we're gonna light this
5: with the vertigo champ it's 29.99 it's got a giant adjustment wheel that flips out at the bottom it's got a double wide tank
1: it's got four jets it's twenty nine ninety nine. It's the Vertigo Champ. It's, it's a tweener. It, it, it's, between, it's somewhere between a tabletop lighter and a pocket lighter. Barry says he likes it because uh, he's a big guy. Yeah, you pull out a little tiny lighter when you're a
0: big guy. It's like, what the hell is that? But this yeah.
1: one, the whole room can use this lighter. Yeah, yes. and, and
6: Captain Kirk doesn't have to ask Scotty for more power on Here this. Here we go. And if you
0: position it right in the pocket, it makes it look like you have a big package. Here we go. Because it is a big package. There you go. Mm. And us Irish guys need all the help we can get.
1: So this is Connecticut?
6: <laughs> nope. This is the Nicaraguan. This is the Red Band. Okay. okay. This is the Nicaraguan Puro. Okay,
1: so the green one is the, it's the Connecticut. Band is the Connecticut. Yes. Red Band is the Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan Puro. Yep. Puro. Yep. Okay. Is this it's the way same cigar the Orzac. as Ortsak, no. just not
5: fermented in the Dominican Republic? No way.
6: We'll have to trust your palate to tell us that one. No way. I think it's different. Well, well it's if
5: you take the different. same tobacco and you ferment it in two different factories, you're going to get subtleties that are different.
1: This is could very... this
5: have similarities to the Sac? When we get halfway through, I'm going to relight the Orzack. I'm, I'm getting
1: immediate cedar, yeah. and it could yeah. be that sitting sitting in the cedar all this time, it's the continuing sleeve. to right. age. It's continuing to get better. Immediate cedar. And it's taste. wonderful.
7: Yeah, it's a nice taste. And not to knock
0: the Ortsak, but I find this to be a little bit more balanced. It's more
1: elegant. Elegant's a better word. Yeah. How was-
5: much did you have to do with the blending of this cigar versus Ortsak, which you said you, for the most part, trusted the geniuses over at Davidoff? Here, you're in a smaller factory. Is it you blending this? Well,
6: you're talking five years later, so I've learned a lot since then. I so would it was hope 2007 so. to 2012 when this came out. Mm. So. Um, I had a little bit more influence than I did five years prior. However, the folks at the factory are fourth generation, and I rely heavily on their expertise.
1: Which is nothing wrong with that. A lot of people saying, no, no, I have everything to do with it, and I'm not listening to what they do. I I think it's ridiculous not to listen to the pros.
6: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. They're fourth generation, a hundred years. Yes. I'm not going to go in and you say, "No, don't experts. do it that way. You yeah. got to do it my way." You yeah. know, I'm going to.
7: Yeah, that's going to be done
6: the right way. I think is the answer.
7: You know, I we you know what I appreciate, and this is not necessarily in reference to the uh, notes or taste of the cigar, but I appreciate good packaging and design, and I, I love. Just the band on this. It's well, very... you
5: took a page out of Garofalo's book, and your name is all over the band. Your name is all over the box. It
7: just screams class. This is
5: Victor Vitali cigar. There's no question.
6: Yeah. Yeah, and there's symbolism. There's you know the coins. Each coin represents something very unique. Is it a secret? How about that? I never noticed until you just said that Victor's name
0: was on the band. Yeah. It's subtle. The gold doesn't pop as much off on the glossy red,
6: uh, but it's there on the primary and the secondary. Yeah. Yeah. What does each coin mean? Just in case you forgot. Well, we'll have to get the secret handshake down before we can talk (laughs) about that.
5: I think I I got it. I'll uh, tell you guys. Maybe we uh, can
6: run a test. How about the folks in the chat room? I think they know what the coins mean. Well, it
1: says Tortuga 215. So, 215. February 15th. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. 215
6: is the area code of which I grew up. And... Uh Uh, as paying a tribute, this cigar Tortuga is a tribute to the entire industry of which I am passionate and still in love with. And the 215 is a tribute to my birthplace
5: city, which is Philadelphia. Is there any truth to the rumor that Legacy Brands is releasing a cigar mashup of Tortuga and Orovivo Vivo, and it's going to be called Toro Viva? If so, when will it come out? Can't talk about that right now, because the Freemasons are here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're not giving their tricks. We'll we'll
6: go tit for tat. That might be the January show. I think. Because <laughs> am I getting invited back
1: again in January? Always, you're always invited here. Yeah, no open book.
6: you've you've been
1: the most consistent. Consistent. The seat has uh, has my name on it. You were actually the first live guest ever on the Cigar Authority over five years ago. April will be uh, late March or April will be six years. Wow. Six years. Yeah. You remember coming by and doing the show? Yeah, of course we I do. We were downstairs. It was late night. Yeah. We were doing it late at night. something. Yep. Locked I in the store. And we, we didn't want we'll anyone to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and for good reason. For good reason. Yeah. So, so I remember. Yeah, we're not going to quit. We're gonna we going do. to keep doing this. And it gets better and better? So, very interesting industry. You've been in it for 20 years, as you say, and you win in all aspects of it. I mean all aspects. Uh, working in a retail store, being a, uh, uh, working for a major manufacturer as a uh, cigar rep for them. Yep. Uh, you started your own brokers company. You opened another company altogether, manufacturing your own cigars, doing it in multiple countries. You've got everything going on for you, and you know that this is the time of year we start seeing major change. You've been part of it. But this year, all's the same, right? Business as usual
8: for Business you. as
6: usual. I have uh, 13 different sizes in my brand. As you can see on this, I put it out here so everyone can see the difference. Thir- four different styles, 13 different styles. It's something uh, sizes. for everyone. Is
5: there a reason why the number 13? Uh, yes,
6: there is. There we go. Here but we that's all... a part of the conspiracy. Yeah, it is. Come Guys on. are ridiculous. Come on. Something... Did the two of you get together and plan this? 13 stripes, 13 arrows, 13 colonies. It's a very, very good number. 13 is very significant to the
1: Masons. The Italians, we like 13. The Italians. It's a good thing. Yep. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Everything, everything
6: means something. Even the name Tortuga, which is a tribute to the slow progression of making a very, very good product. Spanish for turtle. Yes, Spanish for turtle. By the way,
0: did you hear the turtle tested positive for steroids when he beat the hair? I didn't Ah, hear that, really.
1: See, there was a reason for it. Yes. Yeah, so there's something going on. Because slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. Every time. So uh, let's talk about what's happening in the cigar industry right now. Uh, Lots of changes. This is when manufacturers look for different people. They're getting towards their number at the end of the year. They're unhappy with what's going on. Uh, In the Northeast, for instance, we had a rough first quarter. You know, we had, uh, in the first quarter, we had... um, what, 18 feet of snow? Oh, shit. Oh, 18 that's awesome. feet record-breaking. Absolutely breaking. ridiculous. Uh, so we died, and we had a wonderful summer and a wonderful fall so far, and we've bounced back, knock on wood, uh, as a retailer. But a lot of manufacturers, uh, tough times. Uh, FDA looming, uh, lots of things going on. So you're starting to see major changes that's happening, getting rid of people and things like that. So uh, we'll start off with John Gazzaro. He's a, a local wrap up here. We have it on the show before for Oliva Cigars, nine years and counting with Oliva Cigars. He was there for a long time. Before that, he was with Drew Estates. He made the jump, went with Oliva, nine years with them. He was part of their what was that that special <coughs> secret group that they had? Studio Tobacco. Studio Tobacco, correct. Uh, one of the influence of um, making um, the um, Nub not Nub the one after that Kane Kane correct Ah. Um, after nine years uh, he he was
5: fired after nine years he was fired he was let go he was let go
1: Um, and uh, that's a shame It is. It is. A friend of the show and a friend out there, if he's listening, John, we're going to miss you. Uh, But I got a feeling he's going to pop up somewhere else. Uh, He's a sharp guy. He'll land on his
6: feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, They have not hired anybody for Oliva yet. So it's not like they took somebody and then said, okay, we're going to let you go. Quite the opposite. They let him go, and now they're looking for somebody. So if you're looking for a job (laughs) with Oliva, they will fire their guy after nine years. Here's, Here's the company for you. Uh, who knows what ends up happening, but I just want to mention it. Uh, Rick Ardito. Rick Ardito and Taylor Hall leave seven twenty-four. Uh Rick Ardito, formerly the vice president of Drew Estates, who left years before the sellout happened of that, but a shareholder, I think he got a piece of the action on there, I, or, or I hope he did. Um, he is on, quote, sabbatical. I actually had to look that one up. Yep, and rumor is he's took it to write a book. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. No kidding. Yep. sabbatical. So he's, he, he's off, not necessarily gone, yep. but off for now, right? Right. Um, interesting. You know, you're talking about a, an, uh, a new, relatively new brand or something uh, to lose their vice president. Uh, tough. Uh, Taylor Hall, he was the uh, inside sales guy for 724. He has left but already landed on his feet or landed on his feet and then left. I don't know. Gave uh, his notice, is yeah. what I heard.
5: Yep. Okay. the job, gave his notice.
1: <clears throat> so he's with E.P. Carrillo. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's interesting. But on the E.P. Carrillo front, a lot changed over there also. Bob Marino, national sales manager, he started with um, with EPC. Yeah. He left EPC. He went to La national Polina. National sales rep for them. Yeah. Left As national sales, started as a a rep. Went became a national sales Sales rep. He left there, I understand, to become the national sales guy for La Polina. He leaves. He he was fired. I thought he got fired. I think he did too. uh, From La Polina as uh, vice president of sales, so he hasn't popped up yet anywhere. Uh, Once you get in your blood, Victor. Once it's in your blood, you end up going somewhere else also. Are you intentionally being silent over here?
6: This is the most. No, I'm (laughs) listening to the facts. This is the most
0: inbred industry in the world. Yes. Unless you're a total screw-up, once you go from somewhere else, you'll land somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always It seems like we always take care of our own.
1: For a national sales guy to a national sales guy, you've got to imagine he's going to pop up right. someplace. Sure. Uh, shop guy, I thought he was very good or something. Very good. Uh, but La Polina leaves him. They're making changes over there. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Spirit now is, uh, and I met Dave, uh, former EPCP. He was a former EPC rep. He is now uh, the director of corporate accounts um, there for what for EPC correct oh. uh, he was a rep he became the the uh, national sales guy so a person that would would um, that Bob was in charge of he's fired and his underling the person he dealt with is the person that moved up interesting very I it's fascinating, and it's a terrible time of year, and I
5: hate to be fascinated by it, but the moves behind the scenes in the industry, the whys, and you don't find those out. You don't find the whys out until somebody lands on their feet someplace else, and they come in and they say, all right, this is off the record. So we're never going to report it, but I'm very interested to find out what's going on
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Some crazy stuff that here here, uh, happens. So on the La front, La uh, at the trade show this year, acquired HR. Hiroshi Robania brand. It left Cubanacon. Um, they fired Cubanacon, right. and they took uh, the factory and everything, and goes over to La Polina. So they said, "Oh, this is big for La Palina. La Polina has a wonderful trade show." Um, and from what I understand, La Polina leaves HR.
5: So HR left Cubanacon. Yeah. And then La Polina leaves HR.
1: Correct. So HR be- is a co- is a brand without a country right now.
5: Could there be then an issue with HR? Is he difficult to work with is the question that I have.
1: You'd have to call the HR department The find <laughs> <Yeah, yeah.
5: laughs> Well played. So, well played. Well played
1: no Can bell? I, I, I don't need a bell for that. Here we go. All right. I'll give <laughs> it to you. But it's, it's interesting because of these changes. You've got to be a geek and a real geek in the industry to appreciate what we're talking about here. But I'm into it. Um, Dan Carr. Dan Carr is the president of General Cigar or was the president of General Cigar. He was there for 20 years. He was president for five years. Long road for him. Uh, he has let go. He has let go. He's gone.
0: And the rumor behind that is that uh, Foundry, which is part of Michael Giannini. Lost millions of dollars. Yeah, that was a
5: complete failure. Oh, really? And so, he needed a fall guy.
0: And they hired a new guy, Justin Andrews, to be Michael Giannini's underling. So, Michael Giannini, who was behind the losing of these millions of dollars, he could be on a little bit of unsure
1: footing right now. Rumor. 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 Total rumor. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, they hired this guy, um, Regis Brosma, a former Scandinavian tobacco group. Uh, who owns them, uh, managing director from Germany. They bring the German in, and he's in charge now of the U.S. uh, part of General Cigar, and we'll see what they end up doing. Uh, When these things happen, typically it's major changes.
0: Right, and because Dan Carr was fired, he was the president of uh, the Cigar Association of America, so they had to go out and hire a
1: new president. Yeah, they can't have him on there. He's Hmm. not in the cigar industry right now at all. Uh, Does somebody like the president of General Cigar, End up somewhere in I, the cigar industry.
7: You'd have to think so, right? Well,
1: now lots of industries look to hire outside of their own
5: industries to to snatch somebody up that has that presidential mindset that knows how to run a company, yeah. and so he could be snatched up. But I always else.
7: think about Apple. You know, when Jobs left and they brought in with uh, the guy, the guy's name from Pepsi there, and he ruined it.
5: Yeah. Well, that's beverages over to tech. That's a different.
7: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, we're going to see how it how it pans out, and all these answers are going to come in the next 30 days. I mean, they're going to by January 1st, they're going to be ready for the new year, and end up saying, "Okay, this is where yeah. we're going." Interesting. Lots of changes are going to end up. A happening. A lot of changes. Yeah. To uh, quality imports, they're a uh, cigar manufacturer. They lots of um, accessories, uh, uh, and whatnot. Yeah, not cigars, but accessories. They acquired 11 companies, 11 companies, including polio cutters oh yeah polio cutters and lighters from brothers of the leaf that's mark aub which Uh, that cigar came out
5: (coughs) as the 2008 so what would be the value of i don't think
1: it's for the cigar i think it's for the cutter wonderful cutter it is good and um it's a cutter that actually never was marketed properly I i considered buying it twice uh buying the company twice myself And didn't do it, but uh, they found somebody. It's Quality Imports. Uh, They have it. We'll see what they do with it. They also bought Cigar Caddy. That's the plastic cases. They also bought Stinky Ashtray. That's the big uh, deep dish uh, ashtray. Right. They also bought the distribution rights to Eddie Ortega, Ortega Cigars. Now they're in the cigar business. Now, Eddie Ortega and Ortega Cigars, interesting that they start off as a team, and then they sell off to uh, or take distribution to Rocky Patel, short-lived. Then I'm missing something in between, Barry. Then uh, Eddie Ortega. Eddie Ortega
0: was a Miami Cigar. Oh, oh my! Rocky. they went to Miami Cigar, right? And they were, he was with Rocky for a while. Yeah. Uh, but when it was started out as EO Distributors, it was distributed by Miami Cigar.
1: Now what? Right from the go.
0: Right from the go. Oh,
1: okay. <coughs> what value
5: is there? Victor, you might be able to speak to this. What value is there of being a cigar brand and then being distributed by a much larger cigar brand? Wouldn't the fear be that their sales guys are going to focus predominantly on their own stuff and you become an afterthought?
6: Well, traditionally, the the biggest worry about that is, uh, so there's pros and cons and everything. Sure. So traditionally, the biggest worry is you'll become the last page in the book because the company focuses on their core competence, which is their primary brand. Right. However, on the plus side, you have to look at, you take advantage of however many salespeople they have on the road, access to however many active accounts that they have, so your
5: exposure goes through the roof. A little bit of a lot is what you end up with. Yeah. A little bit of a lot.
1: Okay, Tabacalera Palma, that's Hochi Blanco, the people that make the uh, aging room cigars. Not to be
5: confused with Jose Blanco. Correct.
1: This is his cousin. Uh, where his cigars are made, also where, yep. where Jose cigars are made, they acquired Indian Head cigars. Indian Head is Cuban twist, Stag, Hoya del Rey, American Stogies. Do you remember those brands? Victor? Old, old brands, oh, yes. old brands. Oh, uh, yeah. So he, they ended up buying that. As I as I said, that was going to happen this year. There's going to be la- these are old brands, yeah, pre 2007, small distribution, small brands. There's a value to them. There's a value because of the age of what they are, and, and, and are they going to do something big with this? Right uh, now,
5: you would expect the market value to be pennies on the dollar, while these little guys are wondering if they're going to even be able to survive. They yeah. don't, yeah, So they don't big companies know. can offer them small amounts of money, get those brands, and they're only a value to the big company that has the money to put this together.
7: Do the brands themselves, Do they? let's say they, they, it started in 1902, Does it? would it need to exist, meaning in production, Yes. This entire time yes. in order to be qualified? I believe so. Yes. Or, you understand my question? Yeah, right? well, that yeah. could
5: be a gray area, too, in the law. That None of us are <sighs> lawyers. We don't know how
7: that's written. Right. So. It could be. Maybe it was retired in 57. Now you want to bring it back in 2015. I don't think so. I don't. If think you m-
5: could prove that one cigar shop has one box that's on the shelf for all that time, never sold it, just sat there. I Technically, they, you are,
1: are. I think they have to have distribution. They have to sold that they sold something. Uh, they continue to that's sell That's us
5: in the industry looking at it. That's not the FDA well, writing the law that may not know better.
1: December 11th is the deadline. We should know something very, very soon. Mm, it's like a few weeks The record right? can't yeah. skip. Speaking <laughs> of bad news. If the record skips. It's not good. One last thing is Bovita humidifier packs. They leave Ashton to distribute this, so Ashton became Bovita. They Bovita bumped around a few times, mm-hmm. went to Ashton. You thought that would be end up going, and it was Bovita that actually pulled it from Ashton. Not Ashton gave it up. Bovita pulled it back. Oh, they, wow! So what's and going on with themselves? So lots more coming up. We'll find mm-hmm. that. What do you got, Barry? Uh, bad news. Okay, give me some bad news. All right, <laughs>
0: In a move that circumvents the de- democratic process. The city of San Antonio has made changes to the municipal smoking ban without a public discussion or hearing by approving a ban that prohibits use of tobacco in the main plaza. While the feds announced last week that they were looking to make a public housing that they were looking to make public housing smoke free, some cities have begun passing and enforcing such a ban. This week Syracuse, New York public housing begins enforcing a smoke-free measure. The measure affects five thousand residents and a violation will be treated with a $250 fine and possible eviction.
1: You can't smoke in your own house. No. Nope.
0: On the eastern end of Long Island sits Suffolk County. And smoking is now prohibited within private housing that shares a common wall. So all apartment buildings, condominiums, and multifamily housing, it is now illegal to smoke. And it carries also a $250 fine with multiple violations resulting in six months of jail time. Can the
7: Freemasons do anything about this? Can we bring them in? You can ask them. We have
0: to ask them. In Boston, Democratic Mayor Marty Walsh is seeking to raise the tobacco purchase age from 18 to 21 and has submitted a plan to the Board of Health. If the measure is passed, they would join 83 other communities within the state. The city of San Francisco is looking to raise the minimum purchase age from 18 to 21 despite a lawsuit from the National Association of Tobacco Outlets that their lawsuit states cities cannot override California state law. This week, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, passed a measure that would raise the tobacco age from 18 to 21. And lastly, in Cleveland, Ohio, they've begun the process that would prohibit the hiring of city workers who smoke, as well as raising the purchase age from 18 to 21.
1: And that's this week's bad news. Any good news?
5: We have no good news to report this week. Come on.
1: No good news. You're not going to get good news at the end of the year. Are you kidding me? Uh, Right now, it's time to go into the aging room. That's the good news with old fart Freddie.
5: It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddie.
3: In my day, when you undid her bra, you would be faced with either a tennis ball hanging on a tube sock or a set of oblong flapjacks. (laughs) Nowadays, women walk around with built-in chin rest. They are fake and they are spectacular. In my day, when someone yelled out, I got crabs, it was generally considered a good thing and you wish they would give you some. Nowadays, if you have crabs, it seems to be a much more private affair. Plus, there is lotion, shaving the affected area, and the awkward conversation with anyone you may have given them to. In my day, snowballing someone meant you waited for a private on the submarine's poop deck and lit him up. Nowadays, snowballing someone involves way more than I care to mention during my segments. We were flapjack flipping men who were <laughs> proud of their crabs that snowballed seamen with real snow. Sometimes, oh
5: aging makes a great cigar... Even better, just like Aging Room Cigars, made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged,
1: some are
3: not. Have you ever tried the motorboat, a set of mud flaps? Oh my <laughs> God, it's really hard. Oh my It's goodness. really difficult. Oh, I
1: wait. don't know what some of those things are, and I don't want to know. And I don't want to Who know. Hey,
0: Victor, stuff? quickly, the chat room uh-huh. wants to know what you're drinking.
3: I'm
6: drinking the Artbeg. Uh, I think it's an Artbeg 18. Okay. Very, very uh, peaty scotch.
1: Oh, yeah. peaty. 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 Delicious.
6: Peaty. Absolutely Are delicious. Are you in here, Pete?
1: Whoever it is. I don't, what's her name? That was uh, Peter. Pete. Peter on the chat room. <laughs> Cheers. Peter giving you the PD scotch. Next week, Storm Bowen. Bowen? Bowen. Bowen. From Cigars for Warriors will join us. Uh, we, we have lots of cigars to give the Cigars for Warriors. If you're interested in adding to it, we're doing a box drive, an entire box of cigars, and we're going to match whatever box of cigars. I'm going to
5: butcher his last name, so I'm not going to try, but Jason right now holds the record. He donated $210 worth of cigars by the box. Okay. Called in over the phone, so Great. he holds the record for the single largest donation, which means we're going to match that. So that's $420
1: worth of cigars it's going to the Cigars for Warriors. There we go. We're going to we're gonna push it over the top. We're going to make some break some records. We're going to try to do whatever we can. We're looking for your help. If you're interested in doing it and you're far away, Jesus, we can't come all the way to the store and buy a box of cigars, go on to twoguyscigars.com, and when you purchase your box of cigars, in the comment section, just put down for the troops. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's not going to be sent to you. It's going to be sent... Uh, to the troops. If you wanted to buy a box of cigars for yourself and a box for the troops, put one for the troops. Say, this one's for the troops. Whatever you write in there or you call us, AAA yeah. 2 Cigar 2, we'll do it. We're going to add to it. We're going to have him on the show. We'll have the final count next week. Also, next week, we're going to let you know the contenders for the cigar of the year, the best cigars of the year. We'll reveal that to next week. Right now, our thoughts on Tortuga so far. Excellent. But, oh, cooking. Right. That's okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's it. It, <laughs> it is excellent. It's a great cigar.
5: Smooth and elegant. Yeah. There's a, a tea quality, a black tea quality, and just a hint, mm. a hint of sweet cinnamon going on. You want the harp? Yeah, every time I say it, Chuck, I want the harp.
7: <laughs> 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 That's because when I'm there, the I give you the At least the I
5: Perkins.
1: know to do it. Thank I'm, you. I appreciate that, I Victor. pay attention. What, what do you got up for a retail on the cigar?
6: Uh, that one's about $8 and eight change, 11 yeah, cents. Eight change, yeah.
0: What would you, the chat room wants to know what you would pair this cigar with. What would you, your drink of choice
6: when smoking the cigar? Uh, actually my drink of choice is a Lagavulin 16, which is also a very peaty scotch. Mm-hmm. And that's what I prefer with Tortuga.
5: And Tortuga would set the, you set your palate up for that smoke. You're going to have a little bit of that sweetness from the cinnamon, the base of the tea, mm. and then you'd be able to build on that with the smoke from the scotch.
1: Yeah, everybody on the cigar care package is smoking this along with us. What do you think? Awesome cigar, right? It tastes good. It's elegant. I'm going to say elegant. Yeah. I'll elegant. tell you,
5: you, you could have you could have got away with going twelve dollars on this. It's underpriced. Yeah, thank you. At $8. I thank you. I
1: definitely thank agree. you. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. good. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, new cigars hitting the shelves. A peek through our calendar. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will get Debonair and lots more. The Masons are here, and we're smoking cigars with them. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
4: Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic, the Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco richly complex yet remarkably smooth savor a harmony of creamy balanced flavors a duet of two cigar virtuosos jazz and cigar legend avo uvezi and master blender Hendrik kellner a cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new the avo classic savor every note Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at AVO.com.
5: I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
1: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details, I need details, sir.
5: Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall?
1: No, inches. Oh, she's a mid-dwarf, a a a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar, the cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louis. Yeah? uh, Get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. (laughs)
7: Flor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flore de Lorraine, stop missing out.
5: Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
7: He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it
1: is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo.
7: Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today.
3: I get so smoking hot when I listen to the Cigar Authority. Who needs a lighter?
1: And we're back live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. New cigars and trademarks. We're going to take a peek into the asylum with some crazy news. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will get debonair the tweets of the week and lots more. Uh, We have the Masons over here. They're doing the right thing right so off the bat. Generally. Not only bringing us drinks and things like that, they all ran downstairs when I mentioned uh, Give the Box to the Soldiers. They Boom. said there was a big uh, run on that all yep. of a sudden. So it's awesome. They're great guys, uh, great organization. Uh, awesome. Honored, honored for them to be here. Uh, Victor Vitali's with us with Tortuga Cigars. Victor, ratings you get ratings? Do you get Cigar Aficionado? Are they giving you love? Are you getting big ratings in some of the magazines? And the question is, um, do the ratings. Do you feel like it helps you? Does it hurt you if you get bad ones? Mm. Um, and uh, the amount of retailers that have you, are you readily available for the people listening to us to find you?
6: Yeah, okay. So uh, readily available at the uh, finest tobacconist across the United States. And uh, as far as ratings go, I get all very good ratings from folks like the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Uh, mostly bloggers, uh, all the places that I don't have to pay for the rating, yes. I actually get very good ratings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Isn't that interesting? You know, for the folks that require some sort of advertisement or something to go with the rating, I'm just not, uh, I'm, th- I'm not able to play in that sandbox right now. So, wow. therefore, uh, but anywhere from, uh, I've been very, very fortunate. Anywhere from a 91 even to a 94. On the blog sites. Even Cigar of the Year on one of the sites. Really? Which was
7: uh, very, very exciting. Which is your favorite tortilla, by the way? You have the Dominican, you have the, um, um, what's the green one again? Uh, The Connecticut. Connecticut, thank you. There's there's
6: also a Brazilian Matafina. So uh, my favorite is actually the one we're smoking, which is the Cedro number five. It's a five and a half by 48. It's the perfect size for me. I actually smoke a box a month, and it's a box of 48, which is, yeah, it's a high box count, but. If you smoke cigars like me, forty-eight a month is pretty easy. It is a
1: wonderful size, and I wish the size sold well. Yeah. Uh, everybody going to the bigger, bigger cigars for the the value of it. But the value is you're missing the subtleness of a cigar like this. The right size, forty-eight, awesome. Five by forty-eight, you say?
6: Five and a half by forty-eight. Five and yeah, five and, and 48. there's forty-eight in a box, which is yes, it's a high box quantity, but. I mean, really, you average it out, I smoke two to three cigars a day when I'm relaxing yeah. and I could finish a full cigar. Uh, aside from that, I'm always testing new things and different things and trying other brands. So that's, you know, probably another three to four cigars additionally to what I'm smoking for enjoyment. So
1: FDA, quickly, um, we know we have trouble there. Is, has that slowed you down not to come out with different brands and different things like that? It, it's,
6: it's put the yellow light on for sure. I'm, I'm proceeding yeah. with extreme caution um, yeah. You know, it's very difficult to take uh, uh, money and cash flow and to put it into something that may not be available to you. Yeah, me. Dude, this is a so little it makes it ho- difficult.
1: So it's a little slowdown in the cigar industry of new things and stuff. And that's because everybody's got the, the, the either the red light on or, or the, the caution at the very least. And you got to imagine that right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum. If you thought that was crazy, wait till you hear this from our friends at Asylum
7: Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha ha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, ha ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha
5: ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A Vietnamese-Australian banker at the Bank of Australia has had his attempts to set up a Facebook personality destroyed time and time again. Facebook's algorithm registers his name as offensive to women and automatically shuts him down. His given name is spelled P H U C space D A T space B I C H, making its (laughs) English pronunciation the F word, dat B word. His actual pronunciation is Fu Dabic, and is currently in the appeals process with the powers that be to have his name put on the exemption list so his profiles do not keep getting shut down. That's insane. And pretty P H U C E D up. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming. To True take story. Me
7: away, True story. I like it. <laughs>
0: True story. So basically, he's well, food.
1: Yeah, he's food. That's who he is. Barry, new cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. What do you got going on?
0: Well, while there are no trademarks this week, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive on the shelves. And this week, we saw the limited edition release of the Boxer Series from Fratello, which features the original Boxer box press, as well as four additional sizes. It's a limited production and available now. We also saw another new arrival from Davidoff, and this time around, it's the Royal Robusto, which is available in 10-count boxes for the first time, just in time for the holiday season.
1: Big price tag. Yes. yes. $30. dollars 30, 30, 30 so
0: and 40 cents.
1: Jeez, For what? Davidoff Royal Robusto. $30,000. Is that what he said? No, three thirty dollars 40 cents oh, per my. cigar. Box oh, of 10, though. Wow. Box 10. Great gift. Great cigar. I smoked it once with Hanky Kellner. Huh. First time he ever smoked it. Right. He had never smoked it before. I said, really? And he says, too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Hanky Kellner. The it's irony in that. Yes. Anything else, Barry? That's it. Okay, taking a swallow there. While you, it's time to enjoy life till its fullest, it's important to be debonair and gentlemanlike. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is gentleman, Chuck Morrison.
4: You need a gentleman?
7: Gentleman.
4: I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me. Man. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And
7: this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the do's and don'ts of being a good holiday guest. So we have Thanksgiving approaching, Christmas, Hanukkah, the holidays. Here are some tips on how to be a good holiday guest. Number one is do not show up unannounced. Always ask. You shall never tell someone you're coming in the form of a a declarative statement rather than a question. For example, I'm going to be in town next week and would love to stay at your place. Ask. Ask. Would it be okay if I stay at your place? Number two is don't leave them guessing. Let them know your schedule ahead of time. One of the most frustrating things a host can endure is when their guests are arriving and for how long. Strategy, let them know. Communicate your schedule when you're arriving and when you plan on leaving. (laughs) Very key here, number three, don't show up without a gift. Yes, when staying in anyone's home for any period of time, you want to offer a gift as a way of saying thank you. Is
1: cash okay?
7: Cash is king. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol. Yes. um, They have kids, you know, bring a gift for the kids. Be debonair here. Yes. Uh, Number four is don't be a lazy log. All right? Don't be a lazy log. Help out with the chores around the house, the dishes, taking out the trash, yard work, uh, shoveling. Make your own bed. Oh, I'm staying in a hotel. <laughs> Hell with that. <laughs> it's all about being debonair here. here. And lastly here is don't let your presence ruin their routine. Okay, respect the household. Especially not, your, not your gift presence, but your presence of being there. Your presence of being there, yes. exactly, uh, especially when there are kids involved. You know, many homes revolve around a disciplined routine, breakfast at a certain time, meals, weekend rituals. Uh, again, if there's kids involved certain times for bedtime, you want to respect the routines and, again, help out when needed. Is there a cigar etiquette? Can you light up in the living room or Unless they smoke, I mean, you always want to ask, right? I don't think you just go ahead and just start lighting up. There's one
5: person you don't have to ask, and that's Dave. You can smoke anywhere in his house. You get insulted.
7: Guys, that's the the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by our good friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time, guys, is are you Debonair?
5: Enough. Yeah, I'm not staying in anyone's house, so I'm okay.
7: Do all that work?
5: Stay at a hotel.
7: You should get a hundred
1: twenty nine dollar room or something, and you don't have to do all that work. Hundred
5: (laughs) twenty nine. I don't know where you're staying. I can do it for
1: sixty nine. Really? Oh Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sixty nine dollar rooms, Victor. Oh boy.
6: I've I've been there. I've been (laughs) there. I've been. I've slept in my car
1: before. (laughs) Oh my god. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. The road, very very tough. The road. Yeah. looking through the calendar of events and things coming up uh next week big week for us uh the contenders for the cigar of the year i look forward to this every year because we get a lot of pushback after we make that announcement of why didn't this get in there and that we'll explain why it didn't or whatever but um also storm bowen uh storm is um the president in charge of cigars for warriors He'll be on here, and we're going to make some big donation to him. Uh, Smoking on the show, we're going to be smoking from the care package, the new care package. No, the last cigar of the care package, actually, uh, that's going out, Um, and uh, we'll move on from there. Um, For December 12th, we are uh, having the predictions show. It's the predictions of what Cigar Aficionado is going to have for their top 25, and you're going to have our panelists right here. Uh, Chuck, you're going to be away with the Patriots that day. I will day, be, yeah. But um, us three will um, make our predictions, and we're going to have a little contest to it where we're going to get points. We're going to see how well, not what what we think should win, but what we think they're going to pick. Right. Big difference. All right. Big, huge difference. Okay. Um, moving ahead on December 19th, we're going to have a tape show. We're going to do that tape show on December 17th uh, from 5 to 7 p.m., uh, and we'll give you reasons to listen to that uh, on that Thursday night. Uh, moving ahead, the 300th show of the Cigar Authority will take place on January 2nd, where I'll give what I did last year the state of the cigar industry address. Uh, we're going to smoke blind on September 16th. Um, we are going to have the Cigar of the Year on February 6th. We'll make that announcement. And. Um, we're going to go way ahead right now to, is it September 17th, Barry? Yep. Arguably yep. the most
5: ridiculous <laughs> September, event 17th
1: of September 17th. September 17th. A, career a, tr- a, a, a show. show that will go down in history.
5: <laughs> infamy.
1: Infamy in history, where it is Barry Stein's wedding. Which, it,
5: congratulations, Baron. Wow. Thank you. It's, thank you very much. Right. Heidi
1: approve of this? The Heidi approved. Yeah. yeah. The Heidi approved. Do the show live? Dave from put the it wedding. out as
5: a joke. I did. And she took mm-hmm. him serious and said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, do it, do we're, it."
1: We're going to bra- broadcast live from the wedding. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Heidi's walking down the aisle now, and uh, Barry looks very nervous. And uh, <laughs> wait, am
6: I going to be a guest on this show, or what? If, if you're around, you are invited. Was that debonair of me to ask that question? <laughs> that, Borderline. It, it, well, yeah, so you took it not on okay okay showing off. Yeah. Would you be
1: okay with it? There is that it debonair? Here it is. There it is. <laughs> Here we go. Is that something we're actually going to do the show? And Barry's going to be on the show. And hopefully we get him before and after. Tux? Tuxedo? No tuxedo? Uh, Before and after. We're going to distract the whole wedding. We're going to have to sit there quietly while they're doing their vows, except we won't be quiet. We're going to have to do it like golfers do, like the announcements of golfers. Okay, he's handing her the ring now. Um, I have they, to get like a mic just, on the priest. He just clubbed his You're, vows. He's, yeah, he's, he
5: said the F word in front of everybody.
1: Really? Oh, my God. How embarrassing. <laughs> no, Barry <laughs> would not do that. He fuked up. A way to bring well something back, right? So uh, interesting. And a lot of things in between. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, right now, it's time for the best tweets of the week. Brought to you by our friends at Recluse Cigars.
0: It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the funniest tweets I saw this week. A wheelchair is just a grocery cart to a cannibal. To a cannibal? A cannibal. guy who eats people? Cannibal. Cannibal. Cannibal? Cannibal? Cannibal. <laughs> Cannibal? Oh, no. I didn't realize the HIV epidemic was so bad. They say one in every two and a half men have it. Ouch.
2: <laughs> Whoa. Charlie oh, I get it.
1: That's actually very good.
0: <laughs> the deep freeze of the winter has finally arrived in parts of the country. Yes, it's that time of year where most women and Bruce Jenner say thank God for padded bras.
6: <laughs>
0: Awkward. <laughs> to make it stand, <laughs> you wet it. To make it wet, you suck it. To make it stiff, you lick it. To get it in, you push it. Who knew threading a needle was so difficult?
1: Oh, God. You can save that for your old five Freddy <laughs> yeah. And the funniest
0: tweet I saw all week. Congratulations to Jared from Subway. He can now get all the footlongs he wants for the next 15 years. Oh. oh,
3: yes.
0: Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, <laughs> rolled in two bar. The old Cuban way for an
5: effortless and perfect draw every time. Almost as effortless as the reading of that copy. <laughs> he,
1: he struggles. He struggles with it. We all do. We Great can. tweets. Great we can. tweets. Thank you. Thank you. It is. That's how i got re- to rewrite
0: that so it's my own verbiage. Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
1: So, uh, final thoughts. I'll tell you, very aged. And, Victor, yeah. you can see the change up that you did uh, as, as years went on. Uh, helping them with the blending of Orzac, but actually taking it to another level here on Tutuga, uh, both Nicaraguan puros, but very, very different cigars, completely different cigars. I found some
5: similarities myself. I don't think that they're completely different. I think there there uh, there's some similarities. There is a Victor-esque quality to the blend. Yeah, does he have a, a
1: trademark?
5: There is there is something going on and, and I'm going I'm going to have to do a little Victor study by by smoking the two cigars at the same time on a fresh palate. But there is a there is a, certainly I could smoke that cigar blind and say I don't know which one it is but I know Victor had something to do with it. Really? This. He, yeah. ha- oh, he has all right, it. All
0: right. Little, all right. So, you, so you like a little bit of Victor
6: on your palate? It's like sriracha. We have that at the factory. Team. He gets no crickets for that. Huh? <laughs> nothing? He gets Uncomfortable.
7: nothing. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Awkward.
1: <laughs> okay, so Complete uh, silence. Yeah. That brought the show
0: to a screeching halt.
1: (laughs) It did. It did. Okay, uh, a big thank you out to the Masons that are here with us. Isn't that uh, very nice of them uh, and Peter for uh, playing along with us? Yes, very good sport. Uh, We we think during the break we got a little uh, idea of the handshake, the secret handshake. We figured it out. Several.
5: I I will neither confirm nor deny that I have an idea just in case there's some
1: sort of retribution that they have. (laughs) We don't know that side of them. Because... These, these secrets have stayed for so long. Something bad must happen to you. They say no blood oath, but maybe there is blood shed. Blood out. It's not blood <laughs> in. <It's laughs> blood is. out. Maybe something's going on there. Next week, we're going to be joined by Storm Bowen from the Cigars for Warriors, and we will reveal the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. These are what we think are the best cigars of the year, and we're going to ask you for your help in making that decision. What is the Cigar of the Year? Um, just one of them will be the Cigar of the Year. Uh, always one of our most listened-to shows, and that's because all the manufacturers want to know if they got in. Yeah, they do. We're going to find out next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be smoking your
5: Tortuga 215 Cedro Number 5, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
1: You want
3: to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys. The Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating, and a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. you what, the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get, for the best deal, you can't beat it, and then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys.
1: Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. As a man.